Oh my god, I just screamed my voice out at the first second of the show. Hi everybody, it's me, Phil the Issues Guy, and I'm here. First of all, to the live people, I apologize. Oh no. Holy hell. Wow, this is holy this is this is interesting. I've never I never encountered this problem. So everybody, I'm sorry. I guess we just have a audio issues program. For some reason I switched it over to turn to like the live camera or something and, and the Ustream application yelled at me. And say, you're not allowed to do this. I think it's all a part of the conspiracy in the world that they're trying to get you to upgrade to more bandwidth. If you're trying to do something like I'm trying to do, like, you know, do some sort of radio show or some sort of broadcasting thing live, they want to charge me up the who's a mamuzu because I don't have enough bandwidth to run this crap. And I know, yeah, yeah, I have, I've been away a few weeks talking about Star Trek in my house, you know, recording pre-recorded podcasts, so I haven't dealt with the element of live. So I'm, I apologize for the very beginning of this show to anyone who's listening to the pre-recorded show, and you're not getting the same experience. You're just getting the experience of hearing me be insane, and I guess I am insane, and I guess it's good to be back here talking to everybody because I, I felt insane without you. I felt lost in the pile of pre-recorded podcasts no one wants those pre-recorded podcasts all the time sometimes you want to hear a guy lose his mind on the air and it happens every week here at the issues program thank you so much for tuning in if you are tuning in now and if you're listening to the pre-recorded stuff thank you very much and if you ever want to check out the live show i do it on thursdays it's varying times if you if you join the facebook page or follow me on twitter at I got issues, man. Or if you search the issues guy or join friends of the issues guy group, I usually post about it a little bit before the time I go live. Sometimes it's in the evening, sometimes during the day, depending on how it fits into my little work thing. But then the audio podcast will come out on the website on Friday, issuesprogram.com. And by the way, if you want to call or reach me at any point during this podcast, you can try to do that at <laughs> if, if, if the internet holds together, you can do that at 781-990-8509. 781-990-8509. Preferably today, I guess texting would probably be the best bet. <laughs> I don't know why. Uh, I'm just getting a feeling that playing things from the web may screw me up even more. What's, what's ridiculous is is I switched over to the, to the medium bandwidth set, settings or to the very low bandwidth settings. So I'm not even running at top speeds, Captain. Captain, my engines aren't going any further, Captain. Of course. Yes, of course. Well, there's been a lot of stuff happening since I've been away. A lot of stuff that I wanted to talk about. First off, I want to thank everybody for tuning in to different episodes of Star Trek Month. Whichever episode you happen to tune in. I know a couple of you talked to me. You grabbed me on the street and said, hey man, I saw Star Trek this, Star Trek that. And my Garrick video is actually getting a good amount of attention. So thank you everybody that's been checking that out. And anyone who's coming from, coming from there or any of the Star Trek Month stuff. I will be obviously talking a lot more Trek episode to episode as it becomes important and pops into my mind or if anybody wants to call or text in and challenge my opinions on the new movie. Again, this is the last time I'm going to say this to anybody listening live. If I do get disconnected and I'm suddenly gone, I will do my best to get back on as soon as possible and uh, and talk to you guys again. So please, if you're listening now, don't go, don't go away. And if you're listening to pre-recorded, stop rolling your eyes at me and calling me an unprofessional mess. This is the first live show I've done in about a month, so I'm a little out of practice. And my internet, I have a feeling that it's time to upgrade the, our little router box because it's been disconnecting on me a lot. And, and it's just been going on and off and... And really being a big pain in the ass. So so let's try this again. <laughs> as uh, anyone who's listening. As hey everybody. I'm back. Let's try this one more time. Now we're trying. I switched over to the much lower bandwidth. So I apologize if the, the quality is extremely low. And you can see a picture of me. But you can't look at me exactly. Nope. Nope. You're not allowed to look at me. It's, it's, not, it's not happening today. <laughs> What the hell is going on with this recording stuff? So yes, thank you and thank you anybody also that has tuned into any of my, any of my Anime Boston stuff or any, read any of my articles on the website for that and are coming here that way as well. Welcome to you. 
Welcome to the Issues Program family. Join in. Call in. If you're drunk, call the hotline I mentioned, 781-990-8509. Call that hotline. Leave me all kinds of outrageous bullshit messages. Everything that you want to say to somebody, but you don't think you have the heart to say it, but you got to say it because you got to get it out somehow. If you have that deep inside you, if you want to pull that on your pouch and slap yourself in the belly and let that crap out, I'm here for you. That's the kind of party we have here at the Issues Program, and it's good to be back doing the real thing. Not that I'm against doing podcasts for specific subjects like Star Trek or things like that, but it I have to restrain my insanity. And as I've said many times when you check out the show or the old show, it this this is sort of like a therapeutic action for me. It it saves the people in my normal life a lot of time and energy of having to listen to me bitch and talk. When I'm not out doing this show, I'm talking about the most stupid, useless crap. I'm like, hey, did you see this useless piece of news story where a chicken bit a man in the ass and then he laid an egg and the guy took the egg and fried the egg and him and the chicken split the split part of the egg? Isn't that disgusting? And some and people are looking at me like, I don't want to talk about that. I'm like, I have to talk about it. It's on my mind. It's one of those things I need to express today. Not fair. <laughs> it is not for. It is not fair. I am doing it. Bus. Refresh. Go. <laughs> FaceTime. Unplugged camera. What? <laughs> this is going to be a lot of cutting out. If you're listening to the live show, some of this is going to be cut for the podcast. So you're listening to a very unique experience. I'm yelling at my computer. I don't understand what the hell's happening with Ustream right now. May they have updated it to the point where I need to finally leave this crap Ustream and go over to Twitch. I think it's about time. Mm. I have the technology. I might as well make the switch. <laughs> as it disconnects on me because it hears me talking. I forget who said the joke. It might have been, <laughs> might have been the DCD. But Xbox One, turn on PlayStation 4. I don't think you want to do that, Dave. <laughs> a couple other things I want to talk about. I don't usually do something like this, but, but I'm going to support a Kickstarter. That's right. I was trying to have one of the people from this band that's looking to back get money to make their second album. And I'll, let, I'll play a video from them so they can tell you better than me about what they're looking to do. But this is an old friend. This is somebody that... I mention, I say that a lot. I say old friend a lot, but this person really dates back with me. I've known her since junior high school. I've been friends with her since high school. I think I was a little too awkward and snotty and and something in junior high school for us to be too good of friends. And she was too new and like somebody I had never seen before, you know, like a friendly Southerner. And I was like, I'm from the North Shore, dude. I'm from Boston. No one's nice to each other. And then she shows up at school as just friendly to everybody, not clicky at all, you know. And... And that didn't really that didn't really click in junior high school, where it's probably at least the at least in my growing up process, junior high school was the most revenge of the nerds, Oz, whatever clicky than any other time in my school years. I would say junior high school was the worst. That was when I was the most picked on because. Some of my interests, I mean, I like Star Trek. I liked Star Wars. I meant I did not like Star Trek yet that much, but I mean, I like Kirk and Spock, but I was way into Star Wars, like pretty much every other kid was, Ninja Turtles, a whole bunch of stuff. But but I was also into playing sports. I was also into football. So I was forced to spend time with a lot of meathead idiots that maybe they turned out to be good people now. Some of them I know, and some of them were my friends before, and they're good people. But I'm talking about some percentage of them and because I was a little bit softer than them in some ways um I got made fun of a lot and and I was awkward I had big huge ears the size of my ears now my my ears were that size when I was three and my head grew into it why am I talking about all this? I'm talking about all this because my good friend Angel's in one of the most amazing bands in the country right now. Seriously, and I'm not even, that's not hyperbole. This band cusses. They uh, they just recently won a MTV contest to get their video on, on some sort of regular airplay. And they went on a United States tour. And they're really trying to make money to go to, over to Europe, which I think they'd be huge over there, and get money together to be able to put out their next album. So... 
like many people these days, we're in a fortunate situation where something like Kickstarter exists or Indiegogo or many things. Things like the, the angry video game nerd movie is being made all on fan donations. It's a really great thing. Uh, I mean, obviously, you need to reach a certain goal or you don't get any of the money. I think that's the way Kickstarter works. So they're trying to reach a goal of 35000 Uh They've already got about, uh, as of the page I'm looking at right now, $8,415. And they've been up for not too long. I want to say it's been about a week. So, so, yeah. So check it out. If you Google Kickstarter Cusses, and it's LP2 Bazaar by Cusses Kickstarter. You can fit, they have a minimum donation of a dollar. And here's a little two minute video from Cusses. And I'm going to try to get Miss Angel Bond on here sometime in the next 46 days <laughs> to talk about, talk about this Kickstarter and tell you a little bit more about Cusses. So, here, check this out. It is a visual video. So, unfortunately, I can't show it to you because for whatever reason, visual aspects on the fucking Ustream isn't working right now. <laughs> it's it's fun to see me get angry, isn't it? It's fun to hear me get pissed off. I'm I'm just gonna go in the other room and do some drugs. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. Yeah, it is. Thanks, Rick James. So here you go. Without any further stalling, here's some cusses. So so hey, we're cusses. We're from Savannah, Georgia. We love rock and roll. We hope you do too. I love it. I love it. We want to keep it alive. We need your help. We want to make a greatest hits record in 10 years, and the only way to do that is to make another record now. That's a, that's a good plan. I like that. <laughs> Your plan is to have four greatest hits records. Yeah. Three remix tapes, cassettes. Yeah, and they're not that cool. And a reunion tour. Yeah, and we're going to get ourselves yeah. in a bad contract with ourselves where we have to record it again. <laughs> We love our community and we love Savannah very much and without Savannah we would not be sitting here on this couch trying to make album two. They have fully supported us the whole way and we are forever indebted to that. And this community is so great about supporting other musicians and artists. Um, so all of your artwork that you are, you are seeing, the custom skateboards, um, the photographer, person filming this, um, are all local artists and we um, want to get back and continue to give back. So you will not only be supporting us, but you will be supporting the community of Savannah and the artists and musicians that thrive here. That was good. Okay. That was awesome. <laughs> so that is a little video from Casas about their Kickstarter project. And I feel like I only played a little bit of it, but I'm going to go into my computer for a second and pick... I know my audio is a little shitty right here, right now, but, and in the podcast, it's not really built to play music all the time, but because of the fact that I, I, I have my own fucking show, I have my own show, so guess what, it is freaking magic, I can do anything I want, and if I want to play a cusses song, I can play a fucking cusses song, so go fuck yourselves. People that tell me I can't play music on my show, I can I can play a freaking custom song. I just need to find their damn album on my um, <laughs> on my iTunes as I scroll through, as because I'm so used to playing uh, playing music on my show. It's it's something that comes really natural to me. But yeah, so it's one of those kickstarters where you can you can donate as little as a freaking dollar. So please do me a favor. If you're a fan of rock and roll fucking music, if you're a fan of good music, please donate a dollar to their cause because that stuff adds up. So here we go. Here's a Cusses song. I got, got a few. Uh, let's play this one. The war is over. The wait is over. Not the wait is over. Ladies and gentlemen, coming you live from Issues Radio Station, we have Cusses. The wait is over. Enjoy.
Yeah, I'm going to be that DJ that talks over the end of the song. No, but that's a little taste of some uh, cusses. And what's awesome about the band as well is you hear that big sound that they have. And what's cool about it is that's just a three-piece band. Uh, There's a guitar player, a drummer, and a lead vocalist, and that's it. And their live show is the same way, and the drummer is all over the place. He's one of these drummers that, like puts on a physical stage show onto himself as well. He plays with the drum set uniquely placed on stage and in and is not just a drummer that's in the back. He is, in some ways, the physical... He just jumps the hell around and is all over the stage playing the drums. And that's, that's all I'll say, because they're definitely one of those acts that it's absolutely worth seeing them live and please help support cusses so yeah check out their kickstarter and that's my uh that's my <laughs> i don't know my shit my shit shamming for my friends today but but seriously like awesome band that that so many artists need help these days to fund things especially in the music industry because no one's really being you know taken in the back of someone's trailer signing a contract and taking care of forever for you know, record contract. Stuff like that doesn't necessarily happen anymore in the same way it used to. So a band like this would have probably been signed by Epic Records already and and put on tour and funded and in expensive hotel rooms. It's tough, but whatever. It's just the landscape of the shit today. So also, a couple other things in the break I wanted to talk about, opening issues here. Uh, two things happened over this month while I was into Star Trek and talking about Star Trek month. One was the Arrested Development season, season four, was finally released on Netflix. And also, I finally watched the complete series of Game of Thrones, and I'm completely caught up now, and I've started to read some of the books as well. So I'm going to talk about both things. I'm trying to think of which one I want to talk about first. And i got to be very selective because I'm going to try to do all of this with not, without spoiling anything. Okay? Let's, let's try. First off, Arrested Development. Now, the one thing I will say about Arrested Development that's kind of a spoiler, I guess, is that it's worth watching several times. And anyone who's made it through it, who didn't kind of give up because you were an all-saran that just heard about Arrested Development or you know, and you wanted to be caught up in the hype a little bit, and you're like, watch the first episode. This is different than the show I remember. This sucks. And turned it off. You people, you know, I love you, but you can go fuck yourselves. But, like, if you stuck around to the end, it's, it's, it makes you immediately want to go back and watch a, a watch it for a second time to see the Bill and Tedness of it, so to speak. So, I think they, I think... Mitch Horowitz purposely put some of the worst episodes in the front half. Uh, I mean, I know it set the story and it served the story purposes, but I think I think he wanted to get the people that weren't true fans out of there. You know, all the people that were just, you know, jumping on board for the next thing and were like, oh, rest of development's going to be great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love, love all these people. Love, love all these people. But never really were that into Arrested Development. And then a lot of people are saying things like some of the characters seem different or it's a shame that they're not all in every scene. Those people, I say, watch their whole series or watch the whole season and see how it plays out. And I also, to the people that say that the characters don't seem the same, like like I've heard a couple people say, oh, uh, oh, Michael seems different. I've heard that one a lot. Michael's different. And I get it. I get it to a point, but... You got Michael wasn't this stupid before. Do you remember the whole Hermano thing in season one? He was he was this stupid. Or when he was dating Shirley Theron's character for a while and didn't know that she was like in a childlike state all the time. He just was unaware of it. My and mix that with the desperation of having lost his job for so long and being out of out of control in a sense for for Michael. You know the family falling apart completely and him making the wrong decision. I think Jason Bateman's portrayal of Michael in a changed way is perfect. I, I really do. And I love, and watching back after the second time, I love that first episode. It, it was a really great way to start. And you needed to start out with a Michael episode. Where I think they kind of started effing with people a little bit was in episode two, when you put a very boring George Sr. episode. And if I remember correctly, I 
think the Lindsay episode was third and it was kind of like a low key episode as well. It, I enjoy part of episode five and six, but it wasn't until I would say episode seven is when it really started cooking. And from that point on to the end, I pretty much loved every episode with some specific ones being some specific ones being highlights. But from episode seven on, it was it was perfect. A lot of the jokes did seem like they were written a while ago. I do, I do see that, that, that some of them, like, there was one Tobias joke that, uh, or setup sort of scene that was very four or five years ago, you know, very five or six. I hate to say something like, oh, that, that's so 2003, but it, but it was like, it was very, it would have been funny in 2003, maybe up till, like I said, f- like five or six years ago around, you know, 2005 or something like that. It might have still been funny, but now it was a little dated because of, because the show that they were mocking isn't really as popular in the mainstream anymore. But I loved, I mean, I'm trying not to spoil a lot, so I'm kind of talking in vague generalities here, but I really liked, it's, it's a spoiler of such to say, but, but whatever. Ron Howard actually makes an appearance in it. How much or again, like he did in the end of season three. So Ron Howard is somewhat more of a part of the series than just the narrator. And I love all the stuff that they did with him and uh, some happy days references here and there that happened. I I very much loved all that. I loved all that. Uh, it, it has me hungry for more. I hope this gets a similar reaction that the Futurama movies did in the sense that it was a good start, but ultimately will give the series a chance again for a couple of seasons or or at least get another season out of it because there were definitely some storylines that I wanted to see become explored a little bit. A couple characters that I do agree with the people that say that. A couple characters I wouldn't have mind seeing interact a little bit more, but you can't. When you've been starving for a long time and someone hands you a cracker, that's like the best cracker you've tasted in your whole damn life. Someone's someone's texting me. Let's see. Hey there, buddy. How are you? Welcome. <laughs> I love when someone says, hey there. It's like it's a sexy comment. Like they're they're listening from the wings. Hey there, sexy. Mm, I want to talk to you. You're a pretty girl. Mm, touch me there. But yeah, so I very much like the Arrested Development series. It's, it's everything. I got everything I wanted out of it that wasn't, that wasn't the Star Trek movie. As disappointed as it was in Star Trek being non-cerebral and being like all about the substance and stuff, I feel like Arrested Development was exactly the opposite of that. It got out the people that were there just for the substance or the window dressing of the stars or the event right away. It, it, it was like, hey, you people, if you're not here for this specific, because. And that's the nature of our television or nature of our entertainment these days. Because we are so selective, there isn't, I mean, there are things that come to the mainstream and people are way into, and, but for the most part, we have a very, because of how easily information is accessible via either Netflix or internet or streaming or all these other streaming sources that are coming up, you can see anything you want at any time. So there's specific audiences for specific specific things and a show like Arrested Development and what they're doing does not need to target a mainstream appeal it needs to just target the specific fans that would be into series like that and and of course the people that were loyal fans of the old show um or the continuation I mean it it definitely feels like the same show anyone who says it feels like a different show is full of shit it feels exactly the same it just feels like they are I see how his initial idea was to do webisodes do like shorter webisodes and because of the chance to do longer we get that again not to spoil we get the the 24 thing we get the Bill and Ted's adventure excellent adventure thing we get the vanilla I don't know we get that weird sort of aspect to the season where it all fits together perfectly like the beginning of uh, a Breaking Bad to the end of a Breaking Bad season so I do have to say I'm very I'm very very much happy with Arrested Development and I don't know if I suggest it to somebody that hasn't seen the series before I would say go back and start from the beginning I don't think if you've never seen Arrested Development or you're only 
seen highlights of it on YouTube or something like that or flashed through certain episodes. I don't and aren't completely familiar with every aspect of this show. I don't suggest just going and watching the new episodes. I think you'll you'll have a really bad time. But if you but if you push it and you really like to and you want to watch everything, all four seasons, and you start from the beginning and you get into what these characters are and and what everything is, then I think you I think it's hard for me to imagine any real fan of Arrested Development not enjoying at least 60% of this new season. I can understand there are some episodes, even me as a fan, that I wouldn't necessarily love to watch again. I, I'm watching them again because I'm doing a complete second second viewing for like review purposes, but but like the first like each character has a couple episodes. The first George Sr. episode, I don't like at all. I think I think it's incredibly boring. And surprisingly enough, one of the Tobias epi- Tobias episodes I really like, but one of them I freaking hate. And I believe there's a Lindsay episode I'm not too fond of as well. So it is what it is. Treads tread lightly. I don't suggest it for newer people, but I do suggest but I do suggest it, if that makes if that makes any sense, Captain. Yes, it does. I, I suggest it a lot more than I suggest the Star Trek movie, who, who was good. I, it's it's so interesting that how when you're around different people, your your real opinions or different parts of your opinion come out. Last week, being on a show with uh with Opie, and having someone else be able to relate to the problems I was having with it made my anger for the movie more prevalent and. And let some of that rage come out that wasn't so much there the night after seeing it doing the podcast with Steph because she liked the movie a great deal more than Opie or I did. And I've talked to someone, a couple other people that have liked the movie a great deal more than uh, than I have. And they all have the same reactions to those. Oh, that didn't bother me that much. That, uh, yeah, I get you right, but that didn't bother me. That didn't bother me at all. I think you're being nitpicky. But for myself and Opie, it really bothered me that there weren't things like this movie, like Arrested Development had. Okay, I digress to something a little different to talk about. And this one is going to be tough not to do spoilers. I don't know what to do here. I'm scared. I'm scared to talk about this. Yes, that's right. Anyone who's looking at the visuals, I actually can do some visuals. I can't do a camera right now, but I can do visuals. Amazing. I'm talking about... Game of Thrones. Okay. Now, I gotta be honest. I was not familiar with Game of Thrones before three weeks ago. Less. Two and a half weeks ago. I know that my friend Joe, Joe Dreads from, uh, that comes on the show sometimes. Uh, I know that he's been way into it for a long, long time. He knew about the books way before you know he talked about the books i remember back when like the lord of the rings movies were out i believe joe mentioned something about the book i don't even i my years might be wrong they might have been written way out i but i remember right away joe being like tell, telling me about these books and telling me that they were awesome and blah 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 and i should read them and i should get into it and yada 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 but because of Hence what I was saying before about television being too widely accessible. Television being too, like, being able to watch any series. And I I talked about this a little bit on my Deep Space Nine review. I see Gotti calling me on my house phone. Gotti, if you're listening, you can call me on the studio line at 781-990-8509. I know it's similar to my other line, so it gets confusing. And if I didn't hear, oh, I didn't hear. That's why. I didn't hear JCR call, and you called as well. So 781-990-8509. If uh, either one of you want to call back in the next few seconds, um, I'll get one of you guys on. Sorry. I've got the audio turned down on. Oh, I got a voicemail from JCR. Okay, let's listen to this voicemail. Let's listen. To, but we're going to talk about Game of Thrones in a second here. And uh missed call from JCR. <laughs> Voicemail. I want to listen to the voicemail. Play message. Let's see. Play the message, damn you, machine. (coughs) 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 
What's <laughs> What's awesome? Cock. What What's ridiculous though is somehow this trans this uh this this Google translated it to uh <laughs> to just hmm hello good afternoon hello hello okay okay caller you. <laughs> It somehow translated that to that. I don't know how. So if either one of you guys want to call me back, you can. Please do. And I will get you get you on. So yeah. So Joe told me a lot about Game of Thrones. And he told me, you know, you, you're going to love this show. Or not the show. You're going to love these books. You got to get into it. Da, 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 da. But And then the show came out. And most of my friends were telling me it's an awesome show. Great, you know. But I had just got into Breaking Bad around that time period and was way obsessed with watching Breaking Bad. Oh, I, I forgot to even check. I am so disorganized today. I've got to check even if the phones are working today. <laughs> even if the phones are working. Let me scroll down. It might not even be set up to ring. I am such a mess today. It's been so long. It's been so long since I did this live show. It doesn't. It doesn't make sense. I can't. I can't multitask anymore. I lost the. I lost the ability to multitask. <laughs> Skipping the show a week, couple of weeks in a row, doing live and, and pre-recording. Pre-recording is so. Oh, I see why. Because I listened to the wrong voicemail by you. You leave. You left two voice, two separate voicemails, and I only listened to the. Uh, I listened to the unable to transcribe one. I have two new messages. Here we go. Let's listen to this one. <coughs> nope, that was that one. Unable to transcribe this message. Listen to this one. Yes, caller? Okay, caller, I agree. I agree. The new Star Trek movie sucked. Oh, yeah, it did. Awful. Piece of shit. Yeah. Do you have any more cocaine? You do. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. 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 <laughs> Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> so that 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 is the John C. Riley snipping some cocaine. So there you go. <laughs> John Riley, if you want to call back, you're welcome to. And also Gotti, I'm I'm not able to check my voicemail on my phone. If you are listening to this right now, you like I said, you can call in on the studio line. Mother frickin' son of a son of a poop stain. Oh yeah. Okay, so this Game of Thrones thing. So I avoided it like the plague. Cause I, I didn't want to get into something else. I didn't want to get to a point in my life where I have to sit there and wait for another television show every week to week or wait over the course of a frickin' season to try to get into a damn television show again. That sucks for me. I don't like that. I, I'd much rather just take take a course of a month or if I really like the show, two weeks or a week and just watch it. Just marathon the shit, especially season to season. I I hate waiting episode to episode, week to week for a television program now. it I think it breeds hatred. It makes you way too critical of the television program you're watching. If you if you watch it all in a big thing big blurb or a big chunk, you really can understand more what the writers or the creators, the showrunner, whatever, is going for. If you watch something week to week, you're overcritical about filler episodes, if they have any meaning. It's like, ugh. I, I think a good example of this was is The Walking Dead, which obviously I do have many problems with The Walking Dead. But I think I watched seasons one and two of The Walking Dead back to back. I didn't get into, I didn't watch it all. <laughs> I didn't watch it all. But the thing is, <laughs> the thing is, I didn't watch it all at once, but the thing is, season two didn't seem like as shitty to me as it did to a lot of people. For some reason, I think I'm having I'm having problems receiving calls because I, 
I'm I'm going to test something out just just because I keep John's messages, John's calls keep going right to voicemail. So I'm calling myself. I'm calling the Issue Show hotline to see if it rings here. Or if I go right to voicemail. Oh, no. No, I'm going to... I'm ringing, so it works. Good. At least I know it works. Because I do... I have another cocaine-filled message from John C. Riley. I'm guessing... (laughs) He's just at work doing cocaine today. It it happens. Here's another one. (laughs) So I think this watching television programs week to week really does breed shititude it breeds and i understand some people do like that they like being able to they like being able to hello <laughs> this is john c Riley of the a later show oh no there's no later show anymore jace down studios you mean sir jace down studios <laughs> <laughs> so so wa- getting into all these programs, I figured the best possible way is just wait and not get into it. But everyone around me is talking about fucking Game of Thrones. Everywhere I go, people assume I know about the show, so they talk to me about it. They're like, uh, and I'm like, Could you sh- I don't want to hear about it. Please don't, don't say anything. So I finally needed to sit down, and fortunately, se- previously said friend, Joe Dreads gave me access to some episodes. No, not the cheating way, the real way, and uh, allowed me to watch seasons one, two, and three and catch up. And I'm completely caught up to the current episode that just happened this past week. And this is where it gets precarious because I said I don't want to spoil anything. In this show, it's hard to talk about what happened and talk about anything that's happened in the series without spoiling something. So, I will say this. I'm excited that this kind of programming is being well-received or becoming more of a mainstay in American entertainment. Uh, I, I think European entertainment by nature... In history, if you date back to Shakespeare, is more willing to go tragedy route. I mean, that I guess that's the most I'll say about Game of Thrones is that it does set up like a Shakespearean tragedy at times. And, and some people, that's shocking to some audiences. It's not, it's not as shocking. I mean... Things that happened were shocking that happened over the series. A couple of things really shocked me. But what happened in the last episode, I I did kind of see that coming in the sense of like some of the themes that were going on. I had a feeling that something bad like that was going to happen. I didn't know it would go to that extent. And uh, from from when I was talking to someone in the books, they even took it a, a step further than the books. It was a interesting change with... Uh, with the, with someone being there that wasn't there before in the books. So I'm interesting, and I am more familiar with the books as well now because having watched the series and catching up, I immediately need to, like I do with any series I start to get into, I need to talk all about it and learn about everything that's going on about the series and get ridiculously obsessive about it, which is what I did. And... So now I'm sort of caught up and I know and I and I know a good deal about what's going on in the series to a certain extent. Oh, miss call for me. Okay. Sorry, I'm I'm checking emails as well. Yeah, I'm trying to multitask. I, I, I can't help it. So yeah, Game of Thrones is a great show. I'm looking forward to the season finale. And next year, next season, I may do a similar thing, depending on how good it goes with the Breaking Bad thing this summer, how good the episode follow-ups and spoiler discussions go post-show. I'm thinking about, as I said, doing about half an hour, 45-minute podcasts, maybe topping out an hour. We'll see how it goes. Uh, 
post episodes of Breaking Bad where we just necessarily talk about the episode and the season as a whole and what we hope to see from the remainder, you know, you know, week to week descriptions and talks about it. And if it works out well, I might do it for a bunch of other television shows like uh, like Game of Thrones, Walking Dead next year, the new Ninja Turtles cartoon series, <laughs> you know, all the important ones, all the good, the high art out there. So without any further waiting, it's time to do it. Let's do it. Let's. It's been a while. Let's get into some shit from the can. Let's get into some news stories and finish ourselves off here. <laughs> finish ourselves off in a hot fashion as I try to find some damn music. Anything. Play me anything, Miles. Well, anything but that. <laughs> oh, I'm freaking idiot. Wow, I'm so ill-prepared technology-wise for this show. I have all the wrong inputs and exports and stuff. I'm, uh, it's a, it's a mess. It's a mess. So music isn't happening right now, but I'll play a quote. I'll play a uh, sound effect from the, from the, from the Street Fighter. Uh, yeah, there we go. It's time for news. <laughs> DSA drops their plan of allowing small knives on airplanes. What you think they were having a plan to allow small knives on airplanes? After announcing that they would allow small knives on planes. Will someone get these motherfucking knives off these motherfucking planes? Sorry, I had to do it. I had, I had to say it. The DSA has decided to take it all back after the flack they received by the lawmakers. No shit. I'm so I'm sorry. Like, I do think TSA goes too far on occasion, but Saying, oh, yeah, yeah, you can bring knives on. Go ahead. That, that's not cool. That's not cool. The TSA heard most negative feedback to the possible change, and that argued that the world would endanger all the lives of the passengers and the crew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Anyways, the winner of a $590 million, million dollars, 590 profits. I'm guessing the short snippets were because of technical problems. Yep, cut off in the middle of the word. Upgrade. I am. Um, I do. Uh-huh. I don't remember what I was talking about. <laughs> I don't remember what I was talking about. I keep going and going and talking and talking. Thank you, texters. Thank you, listeners. Thank you for joining in the fun with the issues program. I'm sorry if I'm a confused human sometimes. It, I just played basketball with, with the dude, Steve, the dude, and I'm a little exhausted. I haven't eaten yet, haven't drinking any booze, haven't drinking any boost, haven't drinking any total, mixed up with some milk and drinking it down my shirt. <laughs> yep, just cut off. Yep, just cut off in the middle of the word upgrade. Hmm. Could you give me a little context of the discussion of what I was talking about? Thank you. Thank you, good sir. Thank you, good sir. I appreciate your upgrading me through this interesting situation. <laughs> so, yeah, fuck TSA. They're allowing small knives. I hate you. Now, rural America, America is shrinking. More people are leaving the rural areas for cities, and the rate is at an all-time high. Census data shows that the population in rural areas has fallen from 2012 to 2010. I mean, from 2010 to 2012. Our main reason is young adults are moving to the cities for higher-paying jobs, and farms are becoming less and less important because there's no farmer's daughters to have sex with. Or farmer's sons, depending on what you're into. Now, <laughs> a Florida... How come every single one of these crazy, stupid stories about some idiot in America is from Florida? Uh, it, it always is. A, Flor a Florida mom was choked and punched. Oh, I guess, I guess she can't help this. A Florida mom was choked and punched in the face by another mom during a children's talent. Okay, the other mom's from, ch from, from Florida, too. They're an idiot. Oh, I think you mean your voice message got cut off and the one that you left on my phone. Oh, I get it. I didn't listen to your voice message yet. If you can text me that it's okay to play your voicemail that you left on my phone on the air, I'll play that. I just want, I don't know if there's any private information in there you might not want to be exposed. Bum, bum, bum. It's so weird. I think I need to change my Google voice number to like something that's not similar to my home number. Speaking of people that need to be not 
I don't know, punched in the face. Michael Jackson's daughter, Paris, tried to kill herself. Not punched, slapped repeatedly and told her to feel better about herself. Paris Jackson, the daughter of the late King of Pop, ended up in a hospital yesterday, and sources are saying she attempted suicide. 15-year-old was rushed to the hospital in her home and... From her home. According to TMZ, Paris left a suicide note and cut her arm. Oh, God. Poor girl. Poor family. I think... You always, I always sort of defended Michael Jackson to a certain extent and said, if he wants to live his life in a childhood state, I have no problems with that. The problem comes when he has kids and he was on a self-destructive state and his kids do horrible things to themselves, like try to kill themselves or be on the new 90210 and try to be an actor. You know, these sort of things cannot stand. I'm not making light of this attempt and I hope... The kid ends up okay and gets the help it needs and she needs. Sorry. <laughs> I hope the kid needs gets the help she needs. I'm a horrible person. I'm sorry. This is all Joe Jackson's fault. Really. When this comes down to this is all fucking Joe Jackson's fault. If Joe Jackson didn't beat his woman, none of this would have happened. If he was a bet, Why am I still on Game of Thrones? I don't know. Because I'm talking about beating women. Uh, <laughs> Gonna go to Star Trek. But yes. I feel bad for Michael Jackson's family. I do. They've gone through a lot of crap. A lot of shit. <laughs> so yeah, Michael's daughter tried to kill herself. It's horrible. Horrible. <laughs> the Colbert Reporter's one-hour musical special with Paul McCartney will air next Wednesday, June 12th, from 11.30 p.m. to 12.30 p.m. I'm very interested in seeing that. With Sir Paul McCartney. Smashing Pumpkins box set, The Aeroplane Files, Flies High, being reissued with 90 bonus tracks. Smashing Pumpkins 1996 box set, The Airplane Flies High, will be reissued on July 23rd with 90 bonus tracks to wine and wine and wine. No. I'm actually a fan of early Smashing Pumpkins, so I am interested in seeing that. When fraudulent collection workers comp, one should maintain a low profile. This would have been a handy tip for former North Carolina postal carrier Kathy Wrench Cashwell, who claimed that she could lift mail trays into a truck to a 2004, due to a 2004 on-the-job shoulder injury. Investigators became suspicious when they saw Kathy on The Price is Right, where she lifted both arms over shoulders twice to spin the big wheel. Okay. This is one of the stupidest things I've ever heard in my life. If you're trying to fuck with the government, I'm not condoning fucking with the government. They're out there looking for you. They're not, it's not something you should really try to fuck with. But if you're going to try to fuck with the government, don't put yourself on national goddamn television to flaunt it in their fucking faces. This is like, I don't know all the stories that are about to end. And yes, I am a survivor fucking freak, so I don't want to get too into it because there are rumors that there were other arrangements. But it's like Richard Hatch winning the million dollars on Survivor, then deciding not to pay his taxes and realizing that the finale of Survivor, that he won the, mil the million dollars, was one of the highest rated programs, non-season finale, but besides like the, the last episode of MASH and Cheers and Seinfeld and shit, it was one of the highest rated things ever. There were um, like 45, I don't know, there were tons of millions of people watching the final episode of Survivor in the first season. It was a cultural phenomenon. That's how everybody knows about Survivor, even people that fucking hate it. Even people that fucking hate it. <laughs> so yeah, if you're going to screw the government over, don't go on goddamn The Price is Right and act like an idiot. You're an idiot. Dog odors near Madrid, Spain, who don't scoop up their poochies, are getting a surprise in the mail. Volunteers have been drafted to walk up, walk around neighborhoods, look for owners who fail to pick up their pet's poop, and when they spot a deadbeat dog owner, strike up a conversation and attempt to learn their name and their addresses. If the volunteer gets enough info, they come back, pick up the poop, mail it to the offender's address. This is the greatest thing I've heard in years. A to the frickin' men. Yes. Yes, yes, yes. There should be more of this. More of this stuff. A couple more uh, stories. Guys, would you ever have an affair with your mom's best friend? I don't know. Depends if your mom looked like Robin Wright Penn. Mm. Depends. Depends. Is she a nice person? 
If she's a nice person, I do. Maybe. Speaking of people that aren't nice people, Guns N' Roses' Axel W. Hi, everybody. It's W. Axel Rose. W. Axel Rose has been booked to play the Governor's Ball Festivals this Saturday in New York City for a while, but Axel, or has been booked for a while, but Axel has decided to add another gig while the band is in town. Tonight, or a couple other nights ago, I don't know what night this was written, a few nights ago, Guns will do a surprise show at the Brooklyn Bowl in the trendy Williamsburg section of town. Yes, it's a bowling alley with a performance area. Tickets are $125 each, and they're going to be playing a bunch of shit you don't want to hear and calling it Guns N' Roses. That's right. Hooah! Al Pacino says he could have starred in the Star Wars as Han Solo. Pacino says it was his for the taking, but he didn't understand the script. I don't think that would have been good. I like Al Pacino, and I'm a big fan of his work, but I don't think he would have made a good Al Pacino. Good Al Pacino. Hooah! Yeah, he does make a good Al Pacino because he is Al Pacino, and that's basically all he plays. But I don't think he would have made a good Han Solo. He's not funny enough. He's not witty enough. And George Lucas doesn't write enough good things in his script. What makes the original trilogy and Indiana Jones movies, if anything Lucas had something to do with, great is Harrison Ford improving and adding more feel and sizzle to the script. Anytime someone reads what Lucas puts on the page, or it sucks, not to mention him him and Spielberg firing the guy who did most of the dialogue in those early movies anyways. So that's why you can't deal with shit now. But maybe Al Pacino would have been good at Han Solo. I don't know. I don't think it would have been good. It reminds me of that Saturday Night Live skit when you had a bunch of actor, you know, fake auditions for actors trying out for those roles. Christopher Walken trying out for uh, Han Solo. If I could do a walk-in. Yeah, I can't do a walk-in. Five things women wish guys wouldn't do in relationships. You always choose guy time over your buddies with a, instead of her. You play your Xbox. You do all that sort of stuff instead of hanging out with her. You've gotten a little too comfortable with her. Comfort's good. But if she's gaining weight, staying home time, is she really... If you're gaining weight and staying home all the time, are you really showing her top priority? Uh, if you're not romantic enough, if you won't commit already and you push her around, don't do those fucking things. We've come a long time since Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan fell in love and online and you've got mail and it killed Dave Chappelle's, I don't know, perspective of Hollywood. So I blame you've got mail for the fact that Chappelle's show only lasted a couple of seasons. I, I'm pretty much, pretty much that's it. I'm, I'm blaming you've got mail and that's all I want to say about that. But what they're basically saying is a lot of people are meeting each other online. Online dating is becoming so, becoming the, uh, the, all the rage these days. Red Hot Chili Peppers' Chad Smith says the band's getting together to record another crappy album in September. Thank God. Maybe it'll be good. No, it's going to be crap. Jesse the Body Ventura is going to be running for president. Maybe Howard Stern's is vice president. I don't think that's happening. And a lot of Facebook attack accounts are being hacked, so go that extra step to protect your account. Now, guys, we've been running so a while. <laughs> we've been running a while. It's time to wrap things up with our final issue. Play the music, Miles. I feel I'll go. First of all, if you haven't already, please check out my website, issuesprogram.com. For all my latest news articles, and po- these podcasts will be posted there as well. Some some other little fun treats as well. Also, please, 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 please check out check out all my friends. I'm going to play a little promo at the end here about uh, Land of Ash, so check out all of them. Check out Jace Down Studios. Jace Down Studios does a little, a really nice little show called One Versus One. You should check that show out as well. Great. I love Jace Down Studios and One Versus One. <laughs> Yeah, I love those two guys on that show. They're sexy. They're they're dead sexy. I don't know. They remind me of uh, two of the guys from the Issues program. I don't know. <laughs> but they're sexy. They're sexy. Well, anyways, final issue. On Monday morning, the first porn app for Google Glass was announced. And a few hours later, Google officially banned sexually excluded material on their futuristic eyewear. The pornographic app for Google Glass would allow wearers to look at photos and watch video while using Google Glass. Come on, Google. Don't fuck this up. You're, you're telling me there's, there's a few reasons why people want Google Glass. And one of its superpowers, you know, living in a Scott Pilgrim type, type world. 
The other, you know, is is being able to check scores, you know, all the convenience aspect of it. That, that's good. You know, that's good. Being able to look at things other people aren't, you know, getting weird augmented reality perspectives, weird video games, you know, where you're playing against other users and stuff. But let's cut through the fucking sandwich here. Most of the time, most people are looking for this. I want it's porn or weird sort of sexual means of X-ray vision viewing and and looking at strange sexually explicit images while you're supposed to be doing serious things or not even just the sexual stuff if you're watching weird crazy cartoons or anything watching something or doing something you're not supposed to do and no one knows you're doing it that's the excitement of these fucking glasses and if google fucks this up if google fucks this up people are just gonna hack into these things and put porn in it anyway so you might as well embrace it do what blizzard did with warcraft when people were doing add-ons you're just like fuck it you want to be part of us here here come on in the water's great. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, thank you for tuning into this issues program. It's good to be back and bitching to you. Sorry for some of the technical difficulties. It happens with live broadcast. Like I said, please check out my friends at the Land of Ash. I'm gonna play a little promo here at the end uh, that was worked on by King Baby Duck, Boston Bass Brigade, the Land uh, Geek Argo. Check out Jace Down Studios, please. And uh, yeah, tune in next week for another program full of crazy issues and bitching you can call 781-990-8509 or email me at i got at gmail.com if you want to ask any questions or have any issues of your own that you need to get get out there in the world you want someone else to passionately rip them to shreds because i can do that i can sing someone else's song and still feel passionate about it i can scream about your fucking problems and and do it as a mask so you don't know so the person you're talking about doesn't know and someone in my life thinks I'm talking about them. Whew. Well, anyways, see you next week. Check out this awesome promo. Get ready to get your nerd on. Kick the week off right with games, gadgets, and general geekery from the ladies of the Electric Sisterhood. On Tuesdays, get your pop culture news and reviews with a pure Bostonian perspective on the Boston Bastard Brigade. Geek Aggro is coming at you on Wednesdays to fill what's left of your cerebral cortex with the hottest beats to get you on your feet. Then on Thursdays, you have me, Phil the Issues Guy, presenting the live issues program. It's going down each week, only in the land of ash. Nerdcore at its finest.